and welcome to the first episode of our Parenting in Lockdown podcast. I'm Emily and in this episode I'm with six parents who share a bit about their lockdown experience, including some of the challenges and also some of the positives. We hope you enjoy it and look out for our next two episodes coming soon. Okay, so um, just want to start by saying thank you all so much for being here this evening, giving up your evening for us. Um, and we're just going to have a bit of discussion about uh, your experience of lockdown, your family's experience of lockdown, the joys, the challenges, any tips for people that are finding themselves in the same positions. Um, and you're all parents with kids at slightly different stages. So what we'll do is just go around, um, if you can introduce yourselves and let us know the age that your kids are at, that would be great. I'm Kieran. And I'm Claire. Uh, we've got two children, Lily and Daniel. Uh, Lily, who's four, uh, and Daniel, who's two. And uh, Lily's about to go into year one, so she's coming towards the end of the reception. I'm Sarah. And I'm Tom. Uh, we've got three children, all primary school age. So Anya's year six, and um, then we've got Barney in year four, and Finney in year two. Hello, and I'm Paul. Uh, I'm married to Olga. Hello. Uh, I'm a teacher. I used to teach PE. Now I mainly teach maths with a bit of PE. And we have three boys. We have Harrison, who's 14, Marcus, who's very nearly 13, and Pierce, who is 10. Thank you all very much. And I guess we'll just start by asking overall, how has your experience been of lockdown for you and your family? Oh, um, the thing is, at the beginning, I think we all have this kind of gusto of, yep, we do this and we do this and yeah we can do this and we've got a schedule and you know god is with us and we're, we're going to be okay and now it's what is it week what who knows well yeah and we're just a fizzle the fizzle is just the last week's been oh. more fun shall we say all right have you had a, we've i mean we've had crazy emotional outbursts mainly from our, our four-year-old lily oh yeah like we, she was she would go from like zero to a thousand with this high-pitched scream that I actually thought my ears were going to bleed. Like it was even our, our little boy Daniel. Even this morning, she just went off, and he he stood there and going, "It's too loud! It's too loud!" Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, that's been the thing, hasn't it? Just living on top of each other mm. all yeah. day, every day, and obviously you can go out for a walk, which has been a positive because I think we've been on more walks as a family than we would have otherwise done. Well, that's quite nice, even with the, the boys being a bit older now. You know, when they're young, they just do what they're told. And you, we're going for a walk now, and they just trot along and get their boots, you know, shoes on. Now it's a bit more, oh, oh really? <laughs> that oh, it's like it's like social suicide. Why would you want to walk? Like, actually walk and with, with your, your parents, parents yeah. in the street with your mum and dad. It's just but then, it's painful for them. They would disagree, but then they love it once we're out. Because you know, one you have to bring a ball. So if it's not football, someone's got a tennis ball which is being thrown across the street, back and yeah. or whatever. So once they're out, they love it. But it is something we we would not otherwise have done, probably. Mm. Definitely something I noticed at the beginning of lockdown was seeing families with teenagers out for walks, and you don't realise how unusual <laughs> see until you're suddenly like, oh, teenagers with their parents. It's really lovely. Teenagers out in daylight. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> but that was the hard thing initially was the just being everyone being in and around all day um when you couldn't really go anywhere apart from you know a short walk and i think that's probably why you know it's been whatever we said it's week 12 the last week's been 
we've noticed it's got more difficult um but it's been okay in a strange way yeah well, you, you just get through and you just do little chunks you know if you think about it all of us here you've got to what is it week 12 and if you somebody said to you, you've got to do this for 12 weeks you would have gone crazy mm -hmm. but somehow it's the grace to get through yeah. each day yeah. and then you realize oh it's four o'clock it's five o'clock we're moving when, when this day is near not that you want the day to end no. but you think thank god it's another day yeah. we've you know although it does do you feel like time has yeah. gone quicker like even tonight at dinner i said yeah. well done boys you've got through an, another week i know it's a day to go but pretty much yeah. thursday thursday <laughs> evening thursday <laughs> evening is the end of the week for me but i said well done you know you've done another week you've done everything you've meant to have done mm. but it just seems to have disappeared so yeah. that's what, that's been a strange thing for me it does always feel like another just another day doesn't it it's kind of yeah. There's a lot less things yeah. to look forward to, I think, yeah. is, is one of the things we've noticed. Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> you also, I don't mean, like, we've had times we're not actually sure what day it is, like, really, yeah. and not, you know, oh, is it, you know, is it Thursday, is it Friday? And, you know, some days, like I said, have gone super fast, and other days, you think, surely it's 4 p.m., and you look at your watch, and you're like, well, it's five past nine. <laughs> one of those days. <laughs> have there been any, um, like unexpected blessings that have come out of being in lockdown so i think we try and remind ourselves that actually um so pre-lockdown um lily was obviously at school five days a week three of those five days she was in breakfast club and mm. after school club yeah. uh, daniel was in nursery two days he was with my mum one day and so um like often we have spent more of the week away from the kids or not with the kids yeah. than with them and so although it's been <clears throat> absolutely manic trying to fit work around them mm. um like both of us have spent more time with the kids in the last 12 weeks than uh, we have done like on a regular basis yeah. for well for lily it's like the last three four years of her life and for daniel definitely the last 18 months and so we just feel quite grateful for that, don't we? Yeah. Like I've seen yeah. Daniel go from not really talking much to talking loads. And yeah. um, and Lily has just kind of shot up and just got more grown up, hasn't she? And I yeah, think, yeah. I just wonder if we wouldn't have noticed those things quite yeah. as much if they were in childcare so much. I think we'd, at some point, we'd pause and be like, wow, we've just realised you can do yeah, all these yeah. things. But actually, yeah. it feels quite privileged to have seen those things on a daily basis and been a part of that that yeah. we mm. got missed otherwise. Yeah, and like you know, just within that, it, you know, both our jobs would often one of us would be at least away, you know, one night a week for bedtime for their bedtime. Um, so obviously, that uh, extra blessing that is that you've got now, you know, divide and conquer. You got one kid each to put to bed, but it is the fact that you know you get you get to be there for both bedtimes, um, you know, which is is fantastic. Where you know some nights pre pre this, you know, I, I've given them a kiss or a couple of nights. So I won't now see you. Um, Till the following day, you know. So maybe it's a Tuesday. I won't now see you till Thursday because I might be leaving early Wednesday morning and then back late Wednesday night yeah. when they're in bed, and you know, not have that, which is just is, yeah. that's a real blessing. Mm. Mm. It's weird, and the best and worst contradicts, doesn't it? Because it's yeah. a cue yeah. for my my best joke during lockdown. That yeah. the best thing about being in lockdown <laughs> has been being stuck at home with my wife and children. But the worst thing about being in lockdown is being <laughs> stuck at home with my yeah. wife and children. And, and, um, and it's true because, you know, otherwise we'd have been, weekends especially, you know, three boys, they all play for different football teams. So I'd be here, there, or everywhere. Olga would be dropping one or picking one up and we don't see each yeah. other, you know, all of us, all five of us all day. Um, and so, 
yeah, suddenly it's quite nice that we're doing lots more together until that moment when it's too much together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had quite a nice um, family balance before lockdown, and I think it's made me appreciate what we did actually have um, with the school routines. And yeah. we had a day together without the children on Friday, which was lovely, and things like that. And I think it's made us appreciate what we did have as well as it is yeah. nice to have extra time with the children that's not got the pressure of extra curricular activities and mm. we've had more time to do things that all five of us actually together at the same time which has been more family movies mm. more family walks board things like that yeah mm. yeah and games just playing games it's just it's a luxury isn't it because it takes time to yeah. learn a game it's some of the games we've been learning it takes time, you know, and, and if you used to play, you'd play once, but you can just play all day if you want to, you know, and it's just, it's just, it's a luxury. Our children have discovered Thomas the Tank Engine books and that, oh, oh brilliant. if I have to read Cranky once more, I'm going to get cranky. Cranky! <laughs> <laughs> it's only eight books. And Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> you should know them by now then. We're, um, we're moving the house at the end of the summer. Um, to a whole new town um, and so there's obviously a whole load of extra pressure on on our family mm. at the moment mm. and one good thing is, has been the extra space that has been created to have questions answered about that because mm. normally oh, wow. what would it be like in a new house and I'll have you know two minutes to answer it before I've got to get off to the next job or got to get into their club whereas now we've got a lot of time to spend time reflecting and thinking about the, the big questions or the things they might be mulling over yeah. what, what sort of questions they had um do I really have to share a bedroom? That was one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, will there will there still be cubs and beavers? Yeah. Um, and when we've things. got three toilets instead of one, if you flush all three at the same time, what happens? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a great question. That's a good question. Um, Olga, you talked earlier a little bit about just like general well-being, mental health stuff. I wonder if anyone else, what other people's experiences been of kind of. The well, your well-being or your kids' well-being, um, and how you've managed that as well. One thing we've tried to do is, is name name the things that we're missing. Um, so we've we were supposed to be away um, celebrating my birthday with my family and the Easter holidays. We were supposed to have a family holiday abroad in half term as well, um, and we've missed two two birthdays during lockdown. We've had. Um, all these different things that we've we've been missing, and as we said, school trips and other things as well. Um, so we we try and encourage everyone to to talk about the things that we're missing, even if they seem insignificant and unimportant, or you think other people might view them that way. Actually, getting them out and saying this is what I miss um, is a really positive thing, I think, because mm -hmm. it just helps. I love that. that emotion try that. Not having it. And I think agreeing that as parents that we miss it too. It's mm. not just the kids that are sad about these yeah. things that we as parents want it too. Um, our children like missing grandparents being the big one um, and you know so we try to see I'm sure like lots of other people do trying to do video calls and that sort of stuff but that's been the thing I think they found toughest obviously at the age of sort of two and four they know they've got less independent choice about what they do they've also missed the park that has been you know we'll scoot past the park pretty much every day and they're like can we go in today we're like no still not um, <laughs> Yeah, but, oh, uh, yeah yes. I think that's been so for, probably I'll say for me I don't know about you but seeing them you know with the limited things that they know they really love like people mainly and swings and slides actually seeing them miss that mm. stuff has been quite tough yeah um and 
and knowing that you know there's not much we can we can do about that um and i know for us you know probably a couple you know given probably much like everybody else just those key moments those landmark moments that you go through in um in a year you know um i, I lost my mum nearly a year ago and so my dad you know i've had very little time to be able to physically see my dad and, and that's been i know that's been really tough for me um and i think also in these like we were talking about the other day you know as part of that because you know people will be grieving all sorts of things at the moment you know we've i think we've really missed i've really missed though the sort of double whammy of these key moments of seeing daniel start doing stuff that you know grandparents and that mm. can't see can't really enjoy where they would usually they'd be over and you'd have those conversations and you know they'd oh, see him yeah. do these things and it's you just feel like these yeah. precious moments um that obviously you won't get back they've not been able to experience or enjoy as well or as much um and so i feel like we, you know, I've, I've really missed I've, almost that joy of watching your close family and enjoy your children mm. yeah i think um like with our two i think daniel is young enough that actually in a really weird way i think he has thrived in this season because i think he's got because their world is so small isn't it that yes you know he's yeah. talked about like missing grandma or you know whatever it might be but in reality he actually loves the fact that we are all around him every single day like and so no concern about his well-being whatsoever yeah, that's true. i yeah. think he is he is coming well out of that's, this i think the young that, yeah. yeah that probably ties in age-wise because our youngest yeah. one we thought that early on that he was he was absolutely loving being at home and having us as teenagers yeah. and was uh, Olga used the same word that he was thriving and you know there was lots of good feedback from school just getting the mm -hmm. attention Absolutely. yeah yeah. Yeah. The attention. yeah but going back to what you were saying Emily about how we get the downtime I think we do make sure that on a Friday you know we really we, we keep the weekends as weekends so it's it's popcorn yeah. it's mm. sweets we've got we, we, we've got series that we watch that we all watch even ones that I forced myself to watch you know and I've said I've said to the middle one I was like you know mommy doesn't really enjoy this I said but I want to be with you would you mind if mummy watched something else on her iPad she prefers it when the football's on right and he goes <laughs> and the middle one actually said to me he said actually he said mummy if you're going to be with us then can you just be with us you know and they just take it Ooh. as a, as a, I know that that when we do that when that starts on a Friday they start to relax and that's their chill out their unwind and then I'll do a nicer breakfast on a Saturday. So I try and keep Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, the things that we would do normally, the roast dinner, we would try and go for a walk, you know, or a game. So it just feels like there's some, there's a breather. So the weekend feels like a weekend. Doesn't mm. I have to say none of the weekends have felt like we've been in lockdown, really. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Something I'm really interested to know is um, whether there's anything you've kind of learned in this time or changes that you've seen in this time that you're hoping will kind of continue i don't want to say when we get back to normal not normal but when we're out yeah. of this season like is there changes that you want to see in your family or you think will you will see in your family i know i genuinely i love that we've gotten closer and you know that you know as as hard and all of the difficulty that brings as well but i do but i do feel like we've kind of it's been really hard because we've all really needed each other and we've, you know, we've bashed against each other, but we've sharpened each other we kind as of, well. We love you know? each other more and we annoy each other even yeah. more. Yeah, but yeah. you know. All at the same time. 
you know, it's just been great to walk, just to walk with them and, you know, and us in our faith as well, you know, collectively that, you know, we still kept connected into church, but it's, it's been in a way that that has been our lifeline, you know? And so I just want that to continue. Um, not taking anything for granted, not taking our children for granted, not taking our walk with God for granted, not taking the influence, you know, that, that influence in our home for granted, you know, all these things that have become much, you know, they become our, our bread and butter every day. You know, yeah. we need God, literally, we need him every single day. It wasn't just a nice, pre- we need him mm. here and the boys need him here. And, and you know, when things get easier, you don't want to lose that, mm. you know, the, how mm. he's so integral in your, in yeah. your home because he has been there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think, um, and I have no idea what this actually looks like in practice, but definitely one of the things that we've talked about, uh, started the conversation a couple of times, is just what does it look like as we, mm-hmm. as when we have to return to work and all that sort of stuff to try, like we have proved um, in a sense that loads of our work can be flexible, like there is stuff that we can yes. do over and all that sort of stuff. And so what would that begin to look like to say, rather than the kids having to be in childcare more days than not really, early, you know, 8am, picking up at 6pm, like how could we start conversations with our organisations or with each other around like, yeah. what does that look like um, for, one of us on a day when Lily would normally be in breakfast club to say actually we're not going to put you in breakfast club we will take you to the door again Mm. um and and that feels small but I think that feels really big to them uh and I think it's so Mm. easy to get caught up in like we've got jobs to do like it's we we have to work we have to work so we have to do this and and in a sense we are in that position and that's because we've chosen to be in that position we've put ourselves in that position Mm. but um I, I think this has highlighted for us that um, they often pay the cost of that um, mm. and uh, I think that's highlighted that for us and so I think we would just want to look at how does our week become more flexible than it has been with our well we both have to be in the office at quarter to nine and we both you know have to leave at half past five because we have to be able to pick up the kids on time what what does that look like to not feel tied to that structure and our kids moved around that but to say okay we will do this and this and this but actually it's it's non-movable that one day a week I will pick up Lily from usual school time but Daniel might still be in childcare and Kira might still be at work and so I get time just with Lily mm. um that just gives that dedicated time um yeah so uh, yeah like I say I don't know what it actually looks like in practice but I think that for me there's something about keeping that um, dedicated time for the kids and what that really looks like yeah one thing that's been good is um, one of our, our, um, our middle child often complains about being bored. Um, and previously, he got bored very, very quickly. Um, and he still says he's bored um, all the time, <laughs> but he actually does something about yeah. it now. Whereas before, he would sort of follow you around saying he was bored and you'd list a whole load of things he could do, but he wouldn't want to do any of them unless it was the PlayStation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was basically was the answer to his questions. Uh, but now he's he's much more. He'll he'll say he's bored, but then he'll go and play with some toys, or he'll go and play with his playmobil. And actually, all three of them, I think, are appreciating the things that we have yes. more. Yeah. Um, so actually, they're actually making more use of all the Lego that they always want to have, but they never use all the other toys. They're actually getting use out of everything mm. in the house because they they are bored, and they're yeah. finding ways to be more creative. Absolutely, our middle son has started doing you know cooking, and that's he's always had an interest, but now. He is, and he's do, he's making scones, and he's making dinner. And he's looking at you know how we chop things, 
and then the younger one wants to be a part of that and I definitely think they'll be cooking more mm. you know <laughs> when we come out I love that they've had to become involved in these things mm. yeah 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 I'd, I'd agree with that even um <clears throat> like my little boy Daniel you know most mornings make well I put the coffee on you know, he's oh I want to help daddy with coffee and it's, it's actually some of those small oh. moments um yeah that actually I want to one because actually you'll get to a point where you think do it on your own um but you know just appreciating that you know like say actually just the way at the moment we don't have to rush to have breakfast you know on a, on a normal yeah. you know pre-normal thing you're like you're trying to shovel food into yourself shovel food into them brushing their teeth a bit more food you know brushing hair all of that sort of stuff and right now it's like I, that stuff obviously may have to change just timings but actually how you get to do some of that you know having again having dinner together every night and and those bits are just it's like right how do we hang on to that um yeah. you know which would be key really i think yeah wider than our family at home is um maybe our connections with other families or our neighborhoods um i, I think I've some of that i think um with our, our my small group at church and with some of the school groups that i'm like in whatsapp or messenger chats with i think people have been more willing to ask for help because everyone knows we're not fine at the moment yeah. everyone's yeah. not fine so yeah. help and i hope that continues that people yeah. are still willing to ask mm. for help when all this is over because no one wants to yeah. struggle on their own yeah. one of the things that um finley our youngest has particularly enjoyed is the amount of stalls that are in the area lily loves the stall she loves it <laughs> well, it's an excitement about what piece of old <laughs> junk is he going to come I home what's the what's the best thing he's come home with the best thing he's come home with he's uh, got a dog lunchbox which is like a dog oh, right, wow. head thing a mr. yeah mr frosty oh, wow. yeah. yeah. nice. wow, that's what posh kids had we introduced a, a system where that was fine for them to pick up stuff but for everything they picked up and the same amount of toys had to leave the house again yeah. so that there was the like it had to equal out in the end we couldn't just keep going with the level of it and some of it like lily's favorite thing that she brought back you know when you've got um like a helium balloon and you oh. tie it on the like the bit of sand that's wrapped in just like colored cellophane all it was was the, the block of sand oh, wrapped she in cellophane and she thought it was a present yeah. which i didn't realize till we were halfway home so she <laughs> said mommy i can't wait to open this it's like don't open that in my house. Oh, it's full of sand. You are not. What's inside? It's like, oh no, but it's because it was shiny and pink. She was like, yes, I'm so excited. They um they went out, or just the three of them went out for a walk together, which they were quite excited about. And they went on their bikes. And then halfway through they came back and left all their bikes and went out again. And then they all <laughs> with a um each. With a wheel, they had like giant picture frames that people had just left out. Oh, yeah, they tried to move a sofa as well, but they didn't quite. They're like, we're moving house, we need all this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We really hope that you enjoyed it and that you found it helpful. Please remember to rate it and to share it. And you can also find us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Faze Hitchin to see what else we've got going on. And keep an eye out for our next episode coming soon.